feel of light coming to me. Show me what I need to see. Welcome to the Small Victories Podcast. I'm your host, Pauline Victoria, an inspirational thought leader that offers transformational perspectives based on my unique experiences as a woman born without arms and legs. I feel like my life has been full of small victories that has led me to discover the greatness within. I believe that there is no summit upon which we reach our greatness. I believe it is a culmination of small victories achieved moment by moment when we turn toward the inward battle where we get to choose despair or hope, misery or miracles, defeat or victory. My goal is to awaken your potential, your purpose, and your power so that you can discover the greatness that lives within you. Think of this podcast as your weekly portion of tools, stories, and teachings that help you reflect on the small victories in your life. Thanks for tuning in and let's begin. Thanks for joining another episode of the Small Victories Podcast. I'm your host, Pauline Victoria. As an entrepreneur, it is imperative to have systems and process set in place to avoid overwhelm and create a life-work balance. In this episode, we'll be talking with Barbara Ramirez to get her advice on how organization, systems, and processes can support our healthy growth in business and in life. Barbara is an online business manager, systems, and operations coach who helps service-based business owners take back their time with systems that are aligned with their core values, energy, and resources so they can follow and flow into their true purpose. Barbara, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Pauline. I love how you look at organization and systems and processes from a perspective of the individual versus saying, here's a system and process that can be fit to everybody. It's not a one size fits all type of approach. It's more like, let's look at your values, your energy, your resources, and then from there determine what is the best systems for you. So I really appreciate, first of all, your approach to looking at organization and processes that way, because I think that's so different and what makes you unique in helping others with their businesses as entrepreneurs, because I know as an entrepreneur myself, I have had to be delicate in the way I run my business because a lot of entrepreneurs run their business from home. And so it's really hard to separate, like I'm working now and I can't be the mom or the wife role right now. I have to be my entrepreneur self. So I appreciate having this conversation because it's something that I would consider adulting, you know, I have to do the boring stuff of systems and processes and Mm -hmm. I have to organize myself. But it is also very essential to your success for your business, but also for all the other roles that we play in our lives, especially if you're a woman and you're married and you're a mom as well. So I'm all of those things and and I homeschool. So it's all about systems and processes. I'm excited to learn from you because perhaps it'll help me in my life. And I know it'll help others as they listen to this episode. So Why don't we just start with who you are? Because I think it's really important for our audience to get to know who they're listening to right now. So Barbara, if you want to share with us, why do you do what you do? What's your motivation behind helping other businesses get organized? Yeah, well, 
It all starts with what I study in college. I went to college here in Venezuela and because it's the only thing I could study because I wasn't able to travel to another city. I'm the oldest of all my brothers. And you know, parents tend to be very overprotective with the oldest one. So it was the only career I could take. It was business management. And I really like it. It's not that I hate it. It was my only choice, but I enjoyed my five years of career. Like the foundations of what I study is um, organization, planning and organization. I read about that for five years throughout my career. And now as I'm older, I understand that there's actually a process for everything. You're saying that you're a mom, so you have a process for everything you have to do with uh, your kids in the past to take them to school, to do the things at home. I do it also here in my house. I have to do personal errands. I have to take care of the cleaning. I do that. I don't have anyone else to do that. So I have to have a process for all of that. I start uh, extrapolating that from companies into the personal life. After I graduated from college, I start working, you know, you graduate, you start working with these big companies and they already have their process in place. And it's great, but it doesn't give you that much opportunity of being creative, of having more ideas into the business. So for many other reasons, after a long time for different companies that I worked, I started my, my virtual partner with my husband. He's an economist. So it's like a balance between our careers. And we said, okay, what can we keep providing to the people that we want to work with? We want to keep working in our careers, okay, because we both like it, but doing it from home, doing it in a way more relaxed, we figure out that it's actually really hard. It's really hard to start something on your own from home to make yourself, for people to know about you, what you provide. I know that we weren't alone on that. Many people were struggling with that. So we say, okay, let's apply what we know to our clients and teach them how to, because for us it was easy. Okay, let's make a plan, what we need to do. This is the process for marketing. This is the process for finances. I knew all of that, but because it was easy for me to do it because I have the knowledge. But when I start working with the clients, I realized they didn't know uh, that they needed to do their taxes or how to do their taxes, for example. They, okay, you have to hire an accountant. This is all the process you need to do in order to share the information with your accountant. Or if you're going to hire someone to manage your social media, it's not that you're going to forget about that. You need to have a process to follow up with all of that. And I know that those words is like scary for them to hear. Oh, systems, a process. I have to, it's like I have to do things. One time a client told us that. Yeah, but it's, it's like I still have to do it and I'm delegating it to someone. I'm like, no, you're not executing the task, but you need to know what's happening behind that so that you can know that it's working okay and that you can know when it's not working okay. So we start with that. We start with helping them prepare a plan that helps them to know what's going to happen next and then organize their resources, okay? You need to organize your time, you need to organize 
all the resources you have financially, emotionally, with your team members, with everything, because resources is not just finance and time, it's a lot behind that. And then, okay, now let's just follow up with what needs to happen. That's basically what we do. We help them uh, prepare a plan, then help them set an organization in place. And obviously along the way, once time goes by, they realize they need to bring more things if they want to grow. That's when they realize that, yes, I need to have a process for all of that. It comes then, the documentation part, you need to have everything uh, written down in order for you to share it with someone else. When you want to start delegating, the other person knows how to do the things. So yeah, it's basically that. I think there's this misconception about when we grow our teams, we just get to hire people and they'll know what to do. And to an extent, of course, you're hiring people who have a certain level of qualifications and skills that match the job description that you want filled for your company, but how they do things and how you want things done can be different. So having things written down in terms of steps or what you'd like done, and if there's a particular color you like to use, like perhaps you can't stand creating Instagram posts in Canva, but you know it's an essential part of your business in order to keep up a presence in social media and marketing. And so you delegate that to somebody, but perhaps they have a different style. So you need to educate them on how, what style you like, how you like things done. Do you always like your name or a hashtag with it? Those are different little details, but if you have it written down, you can just pass on that manual per se to somebody and then they can take it and run with it. And so, yes, you are still doing it, but you're doing it one time for many. And uh, that's something so important. I remember working in corporate America and having to create standard operating procedures, the SOPs, right? For the manuals of like, oh, here's how you do things, but you haven't written it down. So when a new person comes in my job, they have no idea what they're doing. So giving them a manual um, of what to do and how to follow is really helpful as you grow your team. So I want to go back to, you say you create systems and processes that align with people's core values. Can you tell me more about that? Yes. So we always go deep into any client that we're going to work, we research on them, what they do, what's their vision, and this is long conversations we have at the beginning. What's your, your vision? How do you see yourself in three years from now, in five years from now? We try to help them visualize how they see themselves also after working with us, after everything we're going to help them build. And then from that, we go backwards to say, okay, in order for that to happen, we need to do this, 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 and this. And we always uh, highlight for everything that we do, what value is it connected to, okay? And, And not just for them as business owner, for the team, because if you are going to bring someone to work with you, even if you are a solopreneur, you always have at least someone working with you part-time, a couple of hours a day, full-time. So 
you need to make sure that that person is aligned with what you want for your business. So we want to make sure that everyone in the company knows that what they're doing is going to impact in how the company uh, delivers the service or, or the products or whatever they do for their clients. And, and this goes back to one of the, you can say, fathers of administration. Uh, I really like him, Peter Drucker. He says that uh, one of the foundations of a company is their clients. Yes, their team too, okay? That's really relevant and, and really important. But the team members need to also know that if you don't have clients, you don't have a business. So it's all connected. Your team, your process, your clients, what you deliver. So it's all an experience. And if everyone in the company, regardless of their role in the company, know that what they're doing makes an impact into the product or service you are delivering, then you know you are doing a good job. You know that the company will keep their reputation with their clients and in their industry as well. For example, I will say about us, our core values is motivation, perseverance, and personality. We want to know that everyone that works with us, and we have had multiple people working freelance or part-time with us, we always tell them about those values. Because especially us that we provide service for other companies that provides a service to other people. So it's really important that, that what they're doing, the way that they communicate is aligned to how we want our core values to highlight. Okay. So if I say that our key core value, that is a motivation and organization, we have a lot of them, but those are like the ones that I have always in mind. I want everyone in, in here, in my virtual partner, to be aligned with that. To know that if you're doing a task for a certain objective, you need to highlight your values with everything, with every task that you do. Every time that we go into a planning session and we set the objectives for the following year, something that we have been doing this past month, we always ask, okay, this goal that you're setting for 2022, how is it going to impact your overall vision in three years from now? And what core value is connected to this? That is your why behind everything that you're going to set for your team and for your business. What's the reason of the, uh, that task that you're going to set yourself to do or someone else for your team to do? It's really important because otherwise you're going to be having people working with you just to work and they are not going to actually be connected and aligned with what you want to provide to your clients. So I think for some people, it may feel very overwhelming to even think about the idea of how do we get organized? How do I start developing my systems and processes and writing them down because I feel like as entrepreneurs, we often start out as solopreneurs, we're doing everything. And so to have to sit down and write down everything that we do, every step we do, how to communicate with the new person that we want to bring on as a team member, it can be taxing. It feels like, oh, I'll just do it myself anyway, instead of having to do all of this and, and train the yes. next person. So for you, your company, do you help entrepreneurs like myself 
and say, we'll create your systems and processes. We'll write them down. We'll help you get organized in such a way that it allows you to onboard team members and delegate a lot faster. Yes, we do that. This is something based on simplicity. I actually have it on my shirt deck. I like to keep it simple. I was like, no, I will do everything, even though I know that I can document all the tasks and delegate it. But you get tired and you're going to be exhausted and you're not going to be at your fullest to provide the best service or product to your clients. So we always tell them to first keep it simple. Don't start by thinking you need to have everything figured out at the beginning. Start with the small things. What are the things that you need to do? What are the things that needs to happen every day in your business? And then the ones that needs to happen every week and then every month. When you notice you have now some tasks that you can start seeing, okay, this is something recurring. I track my time and there are plenty of tools to help you track your time. And from there, you can decide, okay, I'm going to hire someone to do this task that I have to do every day. And it takes me two hours every day to do it. So it's a lot of time that first you're going to take away from your plate. You're going to delegate it to someone. You have been doing it for a while. There's a lot of ways to help you don't feel overwhelmed when you are documenting those processes. You can record a Loom video if it's easy for you and then have the VA that you hire or the person that you hire for that to transcribe all of that at the beginning. In that way, the person will understand the work. And it's not that you're going to forget about that, but that is going to happen in the way that you want it to be. That will be like the easiest way to do it. And it works for most of my clients. They use a lot a tool that is called Loom. And you can have it on your computer, just hit record. You provide them specific details with what you want for the task. This is the other part that we always tell our clients. Try to be specific in the way you want the end result to be. So in that way, let's say you're hiring someone to do your content plan and your designs. You know that it's going to keep being on your brand. It's going to keep being with the tone of voice that you want the content to be. It's going to keep having the designs that you want your content to be. If it's a task, let's say for email for your clients, you are onboarding a client and you have a process for that and you want to hire a VA to help you keep onboarding your clients, there's a way that you probably write your emails and that's why you say, no, I will do it myself because I want to make sure that the emails to my clients when I'm onboarding them, they go in the way that I write it. But if you explain very well to the VA that you hire, how you want the emails to be, if there's a specific, let's say, uh, welcome pack that you have and you have to personalize it, if you're very specific in what's the result that you provide, your VA is going to be 100% capable of also doing that. It all goes into those details, into what is it that you do and say that you're the good at doing it, okay? And then say, okay, but if I explain very well, then this other person can also do that. And it will give you more time to 
keep attending your clients, keep doing the work that you do, but more relaxed with more time to rest that it's really important. I know that when someone is starting a business, they tend to uh, work more times that we used to work on our job. So that gives you that possibility to eventually have more time to rest and to be focused uh, on delivering the service to your clients. Thank you. And you mentioned Loom as a tool for people to video record instructions or messages to potential or future team members. So that's one tool. You said there are other tools that help track your time. What's one or two tools that help track your time? Yes. So I use Harvest. My number one tool is Asana. I use it to plan literally everything. Uh, If you follow me or not, you're going to see that I talk about Asana a lot. And I even use it with my clients to document their process. So with Asana, there's a native integration with Harvest. So I have all the different tasks I need to do. And I just click play and it's going to give me the details of the time that I'm tracking. It's called Harvest. And then Loom, those are are in my top uh, tools that I use almost every day. Very good. And so I did see you were an Asana girl. If someone was interested in checking out your services, do you have a starter kit that people can start getting an assessment of where they're at and where they need to go? Or like a tutorial on Asana or anything like that? Yes, I, I have a few depending obviously on the industry because... I've worked with a corporation, I've worked with manufacturing company, e-commerce, all of them are different. So depending on that, I will send them like a starting guide where to, where to start to organize things, okay? But eventually I always teach them at the beginning about Asana. Mainly because I have used all these other tools, Monday, click up all of them, but Asana is more intuitive, more easy to start with, especially because they don't want to feel overwhelmed. And if I tell them about a tool that is more complex and it's going to take them more time to learn, they're not going to do anything. And they're going to decide to keep doing what they're doing, regardless that they're tired. So Asana is very user-friendly. It's a really good tool. Uh, even with a free plan, it has a lot of potential, regardless sorry, of the industry that uh, you work with. And it helps to document your process, for example. And this is something I share with all my clients, like your company wiki. How is your brand? What are your values? Who are you going to provide a service to, like your ideal client? If you have, maybe there are companies that will have some sort of different resources they need to send a, at different stages of their sales call, and you hire someone to do your sales calls. So you will have there in Asana, and it's easy for the person to look for that in the search bar and know, okay, this is the guy I need to send to this client. Or even if you have a script for your sales call, you can have it there in Asana, And then from there, the person can start creating tasks. Okay, these are the next steps I need to follow with this person after the conversation that I have. I also work with uh, some clients 
more in depth with Asana with certain automations with other tools when they use different tools for their CRM and all of that. That goes into what I work with my clients. And that's why I said at the beginning that I personalize it to how the company works. Depending on the initial conversation that I have, then I'm going to sh uh, share with them the plan of what needs to happen, what are we going to document, what tools we are going to connect. It sounds complex, but it's really beautiful. And I know that at the end, it helps them a lot. Once they see everything, that's why I ask them, how do you see yourself after working with us and after so you basically give them an assessment yeah. and help them see the before and after picture of working yes. with you. Oh, nice. Well, and I also get how people, especially entrepreneurs, will have a hard time giving up tasks and with the needing to ask yeah. help and stuff. But, you know, as somebody without arms and legs, organization is so essential to my daily living because I have to be able to direct people on everything. And so I feel mm -hmm. like being able to not only have systems and processes in place, but having a way to clearly communicate to those that you are asking help from is so important to pay attention to as well. And so working with you gives them that platform to organize their communications of the systems and processes so things are clear and concise and easy to follow. I feel like that's something I have to live my entire life and not everybody <laughs> has had the privilege of having to receive help so much and so then they're having to fight this desire to not ask for help, right? Like because yeah. they, it's they can do it better or some people are just more controlling and I'm guilty of that too. In some areas of my <laughs> life, I'm more like, okay, it needs to be done this way. So what organization does is it gives us the ability to let go. And I know for me, one of my values is freedom, freedom of choice, time, finances. And so when you are able to be organized and implement these systems and processes, you can then grow your teams, which create that freedom. Exactly. And I think that's why a lot of people are in business. They want that freedom. They end up working more hours and not having the freedom. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. if you are listening to this right now and you are interested in creating that freedom for yourself, what that does is it also promotes growth for your business because instead of you working 20 hours on a particular activity for every month, you can delegate that 20 hours and now you just are free of those 20 hours and you're able to grow your business strategically and providing services in a more effective way. So freedom and growth is the benefits of creating these systems and processes and implementing them. And what Barbara's company can do for you is to communicate these systems and processes in a way that allow people to support you in your business and in life. 
Are there any final words that you want to say before we say goodbye for this episode? I think I covered it all. There's a part that I didn't mention, and it's one of the, the parts that I enjoy the most with my clients is I always say that from what we work with them, we help them organize not just their business, but also their personal life. When we talk at the beginning, they're always, yeah, but I, I don't have time to do all of this, but I have to do all these things. And then I go backwards and, and ask them about their personal time, because it's really important for me to understand how's the person. What is it that you do besides your business in your day? And I help them also identify some areas that could be a small changes they do on their personal life that is also going to help them provide a better service for their business. And therefore, they're going to be happier because, again, it's all connected. You mm. cannot be providing a good service as a business owner if you are having personal issues. If you are having a discussion with someone that you live with and, and you're not going to be at your fullest when you need, when you have a meeting with a client, or if you are too busy with personal things you need to do. So I also touched that part with them. I even have helped some clients change the way that they manage their things with their kids, because sometimes, no, I have to do all these things and I have to do this for my kids. I'm like, okay, where are their ages? And then I realized that they are uh, teenagers. Okay, why don't you delegate some tasks? Why don't you ask them to do this? Change your calendar. Those are small things that I don't know why they never thought of that. And then they started doing it. And from there, one client one time told me, I feel more relaxed that I can now think of the meetings that I have to do today. So. I, I work on those things, on how do you feel in your personal life that it impacts in a positive or negative way to your business. Yeah. It's all connected, especially when you're a solopreneur. Yeah. And I think so many people get stuck in their roles that their identity gets wrapped up in their roles, that that's why they don't want to give them up. So there's a lot of internal work that needs to be done there so that people can feel okay with saying, okay, 13-year-old son, you can make your own lunches. You know, yes, you're still a mom, even if you don't make their lunches for them. They're growing up. It's okay to let that go. And so same thing in our business. I mean, there are tons of stuff that I would like to delegate (laughs) when (laughs) I can afford it. So Barbara, I want to thank you for coming on this episode of the Small Victories podcast. I think you provide some really practical information for people to start thinking about what I have gathered from our short conversation here is that it starts with an assessment of yourself like you said, your values, your resources, time and money and other resources that might come into play. I love how you said the emotional resources. And so there may be some internal work that also needs to be done, even though it sounds like, oh, systems and processes, that's a very cold skill, but sometimes there needs to be internal work that needs to be done in order for those things to happen. Here are this episode's takeaways. Organization gives us the ability to let go. Delegation provides you more freedom and opportunity to grow your business strategically and provide services more effectively. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in our roles that it starts becoming our identities. So assess yourself, 
and then start taking steps to, like Barbara said, what do you need to do on a daily basis? What do you need to do on a weekly basis and then a monthly basis? And then start really getting clear of, of the inventory of action items that you need to take. And then from there, you can start creating and implementing systems and processes. And when we can have those systems and processes work for us, then we get the freedom and the growth that we crave. And the reason why one of the motivations we are being in business anyway. So once we do this, once we implement it and take action on this, then we can find true victory. Thank you for joining another episode of the Small Victories Podcast. And until we meet again, be blessed. Come into me. Show me what I need to see. You are my pathway into the light. Lead me from shadows to light. You. Smile on my small victory, on my small victory. Show me what I need to see.